and welcome to another episode of Alexis Says. I am your host, Alexis Miguez, and joining me this week is Carlos Briseño. Howdy. And special guest, Mike Skinner. What's going on, guys? What's going on, fellas? Chilling, man. You know, just another day in uh, this new norm. You know, it feels like Groundhog Day. We're just living the same day over and over again. But uh, Over and over again. But here we are. Just numb to it. Completely numb. Literally. <laughs> yeah. All right. Side story. Speaking of Groundhog Day, have you guys seen Palm Springs? Yes, I have. I have not. You, you gotta watch it. That movie is amazing. It, it's really good. Is it new? I've never heard of it. Yeah, it, it's on Hulu. It's uh, Andy Samberg. It's the guy. Oh the yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I've seen the trailer for it. Yes. Yeah, watch it. It's really good. Like my wife and I saw it, like on a random night, and it was just like amazing. It, it like it, it exceeded my expectations. Oh shit! I'll check it out. Yeah, definitely recommend that one. <laughs> but anyways, uh, for today's episode, I say, does X mark the spot? So we're gonna talk about the Xbox Game Showcase. That happened this past Thursday, where they showed off basically the games that are going to be more, you know, from what they were showing us, the launch lineup for the Xbox uh, One Series X. Yeah, the Xbox Series X. There we go. They got so many names. You lose track, honestly. Um, the big thing about this showcase was that we got the first reveal of Halo, right? Something they were touting from the get-go, uh, which I think was kind of... Um, they were trying to course correct from the first showcase that they had, which I think we can all agree objectively wasn't that great. Um, a, a lot of it was because, you know, they kind of had like the broken promise of, oh, you're going to see Valhalla uh, footage, you know, like the new Census Creed, you're going to see gameplay footage. And we really didn't. We got like a trailer yep. that was that was in engine, you know, but other than that, we really got nothing out of it. But uh, but I feel that this showcase, um, they, they, you know, they turned the corner, you know, correctly. You know, they showed games, you know, that, you know, got you excited for the new system. Um, and, you know, they showed they started showing you a lot of what they were doing by gobbling up all these different studios and they were showing, all right, so we, we have all these studios, now here's what they're working on. So like, what do you guys feel about the showcase? Do you feel they, they got it right this time around or, or do you think you know it was still like another misstep? Mike, if you wanna take it, go ahead. Um, sure, um, personally, I'll just give you some history here. I've never been really an Xbox guy. Um, I've definitely played Xbox titles, but like Halo was never my, my sacred go-to game. It was never like, you know, I was never a fanboy for that kind of stuff, but the conference I think was okay. Um, my main issue with the conference really was just like you were saying earlier, a lack of gameplay footage. I know we did get like a, a nice little stretch of halo, which was nice, which we expected, but for some of the other like titles, we really wanted to see fable, um, you know, even like this ever wild game that they announced by rare, which was a trailer about, I don't even know what the game's about. I couldn't even tell you if you mm -hmm. asked me, it, it did so, look pretty though. It amazing, but mm -hmm. like, I felt like that was like the overall theme of the show. Like you showed us a lot of cool cinematics, cool visuals, but like, I feel like we didn't get to see a lot of what this new generation has to offer in terms of gameplay. Mm -hmm. So that was my overall consensus of the show. I did enjoy some trailers over others, but I overall felt like, you know, it wasn't a total miss, but I wouldn't say it was their strongest showing either. All right. Yeah, I, I, I would second that. I think it's, I, I've, I've had a little bit of a history with Xbox. I, after the whole PlayStation 2 Xbox uh, generation ended, um, the next system I had gotten was a 360, and I did have a, a 360 for a while, so I definitely got familiar with uh, the, the at least the general uh, main lineup that Xbox has or Microsoft has per se. Um, but as 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 a when talking about this this conference or this I guess whatever you want to call it this I mean what are they have like, like, special like a showcase yeah yeah what well, yeah okay a showcase of, yeah, whatever they want to call it right of 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 their lineup I mean it was fine uh, 
as nice as it was for them to start off the show with uh, finally a Halo reveal and finally something that's just, you know, not just a 30 second teaser or uh, uh, just uh, a, a, like a, a title screen. And then that was it. That, that, it was nice that they showed an in-depth look of what the the future of Halo looks like. Now, when looking back on it, I mean, it wasn't really that mind blowing, um, especially especially yeah especially for a, a a franchise that with the name recognition that that halo has and the expectation that people have of that um game series i mean it was it, the, the the they showed the scale of what the game is going to be and you know it's when 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 the actual demo ended it was more so like at least in the back of my mind, I was, I, I thought it was, eh, it's just more halo. I mean, there's really, there was really nothing about it that really stood out. I mean, yeah, of course they're going to include their new weapons and all that jazz, but yeah, the grappling hook showcase, like I yeah. like to call it. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that every game. Cool, though. Using for every, it for everything. Just yeah, grab, every, grab, every grab game, water, grabbing anything. It's like grappling hook, grappling yeah. hook. And every, every, game, needs a grappling every hook. game, every game is getting a grappling hook. They all so, need it. Yeah. I mean, Uncharted 4 had one. I mean, Ghost of Tsushima now has one. Yeah. See, the, the last of us part two should have had that. Like that would have yeah. made it a 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even Doom had a grappling hook with the with the double barrel shotgun, you know. So, oh, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, but that, that was a meat hook. Okay, yeah, that's right. Different. But um, I mean, just to kind of wind it down, I've, I, the the showcase was fine. I mean, uh, it's nice that Rare is still working on things because Microsoft ha- feels like I feel like they bought Rare like thirty years ago and they haven't made anything worthwhile. Uh, uh, I mean, we talked we about the of thieves. Yeah, is this fun? No, I see. I you know, you guys are gonna talk crap about Sea of Thieves, and, and I would have been with you a couple months ago, but I picked up Game Pass in the last couple months, and let me tell you, it's not a bad game. It might have had a, a rough launch, but it's definitely you know, it's not mind blowing, but it's fun. Like I, I, the water physics are awesome, best that I've ever seen in any game. Period. Mm-hmm. Like I'd fight somebody over that. Yeah, but, and, but, but honestly, like I have an issue with games like that. Games where it's like, all right, buy this game now, but it probably won't be good for a few months. You know, like, you know, like you have Sea of Thieves, you have Anthem, um, No Man's Sky. You have all these games. That's and, you know, they, all it, these games, though. Every game yeah. now is like that. Yeah, yeah. It, but, you know, I don't know. But I find that a little bit annoying. It's like, all right, you know, I know, you know, like these games that are being touted as games of service, you know, people should know at this point, don't buy it when it comes out. It's it won't a lot be good of, for a few months. It's a lot of games that rely on the community that's that basically plays it. And yeah, I mean, there's there's countless games, especially... It's more so uh, console-related ones because you don't really see that too much with... I mean, I'm not the most avid PC gamer, so I'm probably not the most knowledgeable when it comes to saying this, but uh, I feel that a lot of these games, kind of like Sea of Thieves, are very like uh, strictly console-related. Like the, all the ones that we brought up, Anthem. I mean, yeah, there's a PC version of it, but it's still you know a big player base is also console. But like you know, Sea of Thieves, No Man's Sky, uh, it, it's... It's it's one of those things where a lot of these games that are uh, that are service type style games like that, when especially when they're uh, a big base of it is on console, yeah, they always have their 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 issues up front, and and you know eventually, you know, I guess they would consider themselves lucky if a year down the line the game is better than what it was at launch. Um, but back to what I was saying with yeah with Rare, I mean yeah they haven't you know it's they haven't really made anything that's been worthwhile. I mean they tried rebooting Banjo Kazooie back in the 360, that didn't work. Um, they, you know, they had Sea of Thieves. That took a while for for it to basically gain traction. It was basically one of those games where it wasn't worth the money that you were paying. Um, and then um, now they finally announced this game called Everwild, right? Everwild, yeah. Everwild, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, get, I mean, I I'm probably not the best person to 
talk to talk to about it because I'm not the biggest uh, fantasy buff. Um, but it's nice that they it almost seems like it, it might be their version of like a fable or their version of a Witcher type of game. Um, yeah, it kind of reminded me of uh, if you guys watched the PlayStation conference, Kenna, that Kenna game, the Bridge of Spirits. Mm-hmm. It kind of yeah. had like the Avatar kind of style to it, Airbender looking. Um, it kind of yeah, reminded but, me of that. I mean, I don't know enough about the game to say that it's here or there, but it's kind of the vibe that I got from yeah, the trailer. It, it looks interesting. Like the style, uh, I think it is really, really well done. And then, yeah, obviously, we don't know anything about it. It's probably like, you know, kind of like a made like a squad based kind of game, right? It was, it was what, three or four characters in that main trailer. You know, you're tied to nature in some way. They have magical powers. So who knows? Like, you know, maybe it's like a, a squad based kind of um, action fantasy game. But who knows? We'll see. You know? Yeah, like you said, Rare hasn't really done anything worthwhile in, in a while. So hopefully this is the game that puts them back where they you know used to be, which is like, you know, the pinnacle of game development. I mean, um, but I mean, uh, mm. well, I was going to finish off with, I mean, um, I, I stated Rare just because like that's, I mean, in terms of uh, big studios that Microsoft owns that we're expecting big things out of, they're always they're always brought up. But other than that, I mean, yeah, they had some nice things that were announced. You know, there's always it's always nice to see another another Ori. Or not, it actually, it wasn't another Ori. It was just a, a yeah, an upgraded version of the yeah. uh, of the second right, the second game. Yeah, uh, like yeah, honestly, yeah. what I was hoping for is that they would have announced, you know, that's being re released, and also that it's coming to the Switch, like the first one did. Because I played the first one on, on Switch, and that game is incredible. I'm sure it's a matter of time. Switch. Yeah, yeah, it's only a matter of time. Yeah, all those platformers eventually. Fi- a, lot, a lot of the platformers that are on Game Pass and Xbox and stuff, I actually didn't even realize they were on Game Pass. But I played like ninety percent of them on my Switch because that's pretty much where all those platformers live. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like um, Cuphead so, and things like right, that. exactly. It's only a matter of time before you end up seeing Ori over there. I think right, mm-hmm. yeah, but at it, some point, but probably it, next year. Yeah, it, it's it's nice though that that Microsoft. I mean, um, the one big selling point that they have over Sony is, um, and they kept reiterating to it over and over and over in the show was uh, game pass. And it's nice that all these things that were being shown will be available. I mean, um, it was basically every game they showed, right. Was, was one of those. They yeah, said that. Yeah. yeah. Like, they said like, that. like every game yeah, that you but, see today will be available at some point on game pass. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah like th- that was their trump card. No, they didn't right. even say at some point they said that when these games come out, they're going to be on game. Pass. Is that what it was? I, I wasn't yeah. sure of the wording on it. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that they, launch. they said that every game shown on the showcase will be on game pass on launch day. So yeah, that was their trump card. That's them showing Sony. All right, listen, you guys won the console war. But it's not really about consoles anymore, really. Service. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's about the service. And we're, you know, at this point, Game Pass is the more enticing service. Absolutely. Yeah. If, if they have an upper hand on Sony, it's it's 100% on, on Game Pass. And and if you were to, I mean, the other thing would be maybe, I guess, the robustness of their online, you know, uh, their online service. In terms of Xbox Live, it's always been a mm-hmm. little bit more robust than yeah, Sony's, well, but, yeah, because like they pioneered it, so right. you know, like, they're the ones that really got it down. You know, Sony's right. always been kind of like kind of kind of playing catch up a little bit in mm-hmm. that extent. And yeah, with Game Pass, you know, we even saw with a uh, PlayStation Now, they actually tried to make that more of a um, they had God of thing. War there for a long time. And yeah, they had like Grand Theft Auto and stuff. I think too. Yeah, and, and they made it cheaper. Like they went down from I think what fifteen to ten dollars, or or was it twenty to fifteen? But they made it cheaper. PS Now, yeah, it was pretty expensive. When it first came yeah. out, it was not cheap. I mean, no. it came out, I think it was it, it was pretty, it was definitely more than $100 a year if you did a monthly plan or something like that. It was pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah. They, they, and, the, and the games on there weren't even any good. Like, it they was were like, all backwards compatible. They were all, well, it started as like a, a, PS, a PS3 backwards compatibility, you know, cloud service. And then they started migrating over, you know, uh, PS4 titles and even first party titles. But the big thing that Microsoft has, and we talked about this before, Alexis, is that all their first party stuff is available immediately from the get go on Game Pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
And when you factor the cost of the service compared to the the games that you get, I mean, you say the amount of money that you save is pretty astonishing. So uh, that's that's why if there's any highlight that that I can think of about the show is is Microsoft constantly reiterating like, hey, everything you every single thing that you're seeing will be available on Game Pass day one when it whenever this game is released so there was a headline that i saw for the new york times that actually said um you know xbox uh microsoft is not selling you xbox they're selling you game pass like uh-huh, 100%. That's, the, that's the future of what that, that they're dreaming there and um it's funny because like i said i was never really an xbox guy so i always kind of wrote off game pass as like another app store you know like all right it's got some fun indie titles that are like you know i've never played before it's a subscription cost like whatever i didn't really ever think about pursuing it or getting into it and i kind of just blew it off um as another apple arcade or whatever you know one of these kind of kind of applications and um recently because i'm mostly i know you say you don't play mostly on pc carlito but i'm mostly a pc gamer so my friends and i we hop online every night and we're like all right let's pick a steam game to play whatever let's figure it out and i stumble on the xbox game pass thing and i'm like wow it's a dollar to sign Mm -hmm. up it's one dollar I'm like, guys, $1. Let's all pay. Instead of buying a game tonight, let's all pay $1. Let's see what they got. I didn't even look into the catalog. I was like, you know what? What's, we'll play some cheesy game. Who cares? When I got in there and I saw they have all the Gears of War titles. I'm talking about every single one. And I'm not a Gears of War guy, but you have every... That's a dollar, a dollar you just paid. And you have access to every single Gears of War title. Okay? Yeah. You've and, got, like, I love me some Gears of War. So right. You got Sea of Thieves, which I know you said it obviously was a console, um, console thing for a long time, but it just came out on Steam. So right now, the community on the PC is like growing, especially with the Game Pass being available on PC. And... You know, forget all the forget all the big titles. Um, my my big thing is like there's so many games that I would have never even played had I not purchased Game Pass and stumbled upon them. You know, there's some games like Astroneer is a game that's on there that sounds super silly. It's like a Minecraft kind of game, but I paid a dollar and I, I stumbled into it one night and invested 15, 20 hours with my friend into it. And what have I what have I paid 60 bucks for that game? Probably not. 30 bucks? Eh, maybe, but I didn't know what it was about. But a dollar was the entry point, you know? So I feel like right now they just got they just got so many people subscribing to the service and they're just kind of like, you know, the link in the, in the link in the, uh, the sorry, the sink and the hook and sinker. That's the word I'm looking for. You know, they're, they're sorry. They're bringing everybody in. You know, they're just saying, hey, look what we got here. It's not just another app store. We do have really crazy titles in here. We do have games that you pay $60 for. We do have games that you've paid $40, $50 that are still at that price currently in the Nintendo shop and the Switch store that you can get to them right now for $1, you know? So, I don't know, man. It, it's it's kind of crazy to think about, but I think I definitely think they're in the right. They're onto something with that. And um, as much as I love PlayStation exclusives, I think that um, they're onto something with this Game Pass, man. I think it's going to get a lot of people on board with Xbox, and it's going to be interesting to see. Well, yeah, yeah like, that, like I feel like um, their thing is uh, more quantity. Uh, not over quality, right? Because obviously they have quality games on there, right? Gears Five, you know, like uh, even though I don't have an Xbox One, I sold mine off a while ago. You know, Gears Five was you know. Critically now you don't acclaimed. even need one. You don't need no, one. Yeah, no, you don't. You yeah, have you, a computer you, and you get can a PC. Play all yeah. these Xbox games. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. Like, there's such a like a dearth of games that they show you that you can have access to just by paying a dollar to get Game Pass. You know, and then like one thing that they didn't really get into that much, but they they mentioned at one point was XCloud. Right. You know, which is what they're working. You know, that's their next big thing. Yep. You know, uh, I saw a video. I forget where I saw on Twitter and it was a guy who was um, he, he was part of an X cloud beta or something like that. And he literally he had an iPad, right? An iPad. And he had an Xbox one controller and he had um, the Master Chief collection on his iPad through X cloud. Right. He, he went on the X cloud app. 
And then right there, Master Chief Collection, he opens it. And then within two minutes, I want to say, of like loading and things like that, he was playing Halo on his iPad. Like like that. And it was running smooth. Yeah. You know, I, so I, that, that's the next big thing. I don't know what Stadia showed up, but Stadia right. was doing really poorly. So Yeah, Stadia was, I mean... Yeah, but they they rushed it. You know, yeah, like, they launched. You know, but it was the yeah. same aesthetic, you know, like oh, yeah. let's you start right here and then you pause it and then you grab your phone and now you're continuing and then you put down your phone and now you sit in the toilet and you grab your laptop and you just keep playing the game throughout the whole day on different systems, Absolutely. which is a cool cool concept. But you know, does it work yet? I mean, we're, we don't know. We got to see. Now we're, we're we're a ways off. I had a friend at work, Alexis, that was part of that uh, uh, that beta for XCloud. Mm. I know at, at least initially that beta. Uh, was available only on like Android devices or mm. basically everything that wasn't iOS, Google uh, Pixel and stuff like that, right? Right. Like that. Yeah, the Google Pixel because he had a Pixel, and yeah, it was pretty cool because you know he launched the X Cloud app, um, and he was just basically playing uh, Gears of War Five in front of me on his phone, you know, and there you um, go. that's a lot of money, yeah, that they're investing in that. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of their future, yeah, basically relies on X Cloud and and Game Pass, especially now with Game Pass basically being bundled with Xbox Live. It's it's not even a matter of time before you can only buy it together instead of buying yep. it separate. So agreed. agreed. And even and even when you get past the whole trial stage of it being, you know, uh, $1 for two months or $2 for three months, because they always have deals like that. Even the regular price of Game Pass, which I believe is it's 10 either, bucks. right. It's 10 bucks for the regular, right? And or then 15 bundled with the with the Xbox Gold or whatever it is. Right. Yeah, but even that's a steal. Five bucks more and you can yeah, play online. Yeah. You, most people buy a game a month, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, on average, right? I mean, but... Yeah, it depends. Um, so... At, at first, I was kind of wondering, like, how are these developers getting paid? But my friends and I were looking up the numbers yesterday, and, and th- since April, they've had 10 million new subscribers. So, times $10 a month, I mean, yeah, they're definitely making enough money to, to you know, invest in this and, and pay out the people who are, you know, because we have things like Spotify, we have things like Netflix. It was only a matter of time before video games went into this, you know, into this avenue. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm interested to see what PlayStation decides to do, because yeah, they have their their service as well. But you know, right now Xbox is looking much more enticing, in my opinion. Yeah, it's totally like their their realm right now. But you know, but like I said before, like okay, well, the showcase overall, right? Like it, it made a stronger case. I, I feel for the Xbox. I'm still not sold on it. You know, like I'm still gonna get a PS5 first, even though Absolutely. I'm not. You know, even though like I'm not gonna get PS5 right away, it's gonna be like eight hundred dollars. <laughs> you think and, so? No, no, no. It, it's gonna I be think probably... there was a rumor it was five hundred and four hundred. Wasn't that the rumor for the uh, four hundred for the digital maybe, and five hundred for dude, the? Dude, like I don't see it being any less than six for the for the one that has a disc. Okay. That there, there's no way it's less than six. Side question: Are you guys going digital? Or are you guys sticking with? Uh... No, I'm going digital. Yeah, we we talked about this before, and and yeah, uh, we both agreed to go the digital route just because. Um, we have the luxury of uh, a, a lot of us have the, lu- the luxury of living in um, in certain areas that have pretty good internet. I mean, I think if you live, you know, somewhere where your internet is not the greatest and I'm, I mean, going the digital route is probably not the smartest, yeah, but like if, if you're in like in rural Nebraska, then you got to yeah. get it with a disk drive because your internet probably won't be good. Right. Yeah, My switch is all digital and I, and I love that. That's the first system I've gone totally digital on. And I, I don't think I'll ever go back. It's like, yeah, it's, it's so good. <laughs> once you get your hook into that, it's the, the, the concept of, of, of launching something. It's um, an app. You just push right. a button and you're in a new game. That's we it. got spoiled by Apple. And so yeah. the, yeah. the concept of just like clicking the, the tile of, of something on your, on your system and Hey, the game launches with, instead of having to get up off your, you know, your seat or your yeah. couch, put the yeah. disc in and all that stuff. I mean, 
too but convenient. Then again, we yeah, very convenient. But we we also have the luxury of living in certain areas that you know have good internet. So when oh, you look somewhere, yeah. there's definitely still yeah. purpose for the for the disk drive. Right. So that's where I they have to be careful. Yeah. Right. Right. I agree. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So anyway, so back to the showcase. So you know, like like they showed a lot of games, but we could you know you can probably say that a lot of them were mostly small indie titles. Uh, they had maybe three or four heavy hitting titles. You know, you have your Halo, obviously. You have your next Forza. Um, they had, let me see, what oh, else did they have? Yay. Um, that, you know, they, they brought up, uh, Sanua's Wrath, um, even though they didn't show any gameplay, which is kind of disappointing. You know, it's like, why would you show us, you know, why are you, why are you telling me that you're, you're, you're film locating in Iceland? I don't care. That's show my, the, show that's me the my game, next bro. game in queue. My, the, the first one, I have it in my queue right now. It's on Game Pass. Yeah, I, I haven't played it yet. It's on my PS4 and like, I played, no, I'm sorry. I played an hour of it, but I haven't finished it and I've been dying to it. I heard it's really good. I described it to my friend as uh, God of War meets Apocalypto. Remember that crazy ass Apocalypto movie? Yeah, yeah, freaking Mel, Mel Gibson, bro. <laughs> that's, that's what it like, reminds me of. I don't know if it's anything to do with that, but that's the vibe I get when I see the trailers for it. Um, so basically, okay, so when you play it, you gotta play it with, with headphones on because, like, uh, she's constantly—I—I I, want to say she's schizo or bipolar. Okay. And so she's constantly hearing voices in her head, and like I think you I heard he- that, yeah. Yeah. So when you're wearing a headset, like you feel like you're hearing voices in your head. It's really good. It's like when you play Control and you you hear the whispering constantly, like when sure, you're running sure. around. It's the same thing, and it, it was very interesting. But like I said, I didn't get a chance to finish it. Yeah, but, I gotta check it out. Yeah, so they showed that uh, Obsidian came out and they showed like the, the expansion for um, Bro Grounded not, not, not tomorrow. Not wild. Life, son. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys probably don't give a rat's ass, but Grounded looks amazing, man. I'm so excited to play it on Game Pass tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow comes out? Tomorrow, dude. It's oh, literally, no, it's that, like that, the forest game, or Minecraft meets Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, dude. Yeah, no, that game actually did look pretty interesting. Like, I, I like how they showed how it had like RPG elements, you know, because you saw the kids getting like little pieces of armor. As yes, they to I, like I watched the whole video. If you kill ladybugs, you can use their shells as armor and like level up your armor and stuff. Oh, that's more of it. You fight spiders at night, they attack your base and stuff, and you have to try to like go through the backyard to find pieces of this machine that brings you back to your normal size. And you can put up the four players. So you're building like, a, you know, like a little village together. Oh, man, I'm so yeah. excited. No, like you can tell that they tried to pitch this as a Honey, I Trunk the Kids game. And it like, is. They, and they couldn't get the license for it. So of they're, course like, not. they're like, fuck it. We'll do it anyway. We'll just call they, it Everybody grounded. knows what it is. Everybody yeah. knows what this is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The, the, only, the only thing they need now is like an ant, like ally, basically, in that game. And you can kill them for food and stuff. It looks amazing. You should actually look into them. And the graphics look insane. Yeah. No, but very it surprised looked, it by this good. game. Very surprised. <laughs> yeah. Um, another game that looked pretty interesting, even though they really didn't show anything, was Avowed, which is like the next big Obsidian RPG. Yeah. You know, and like, you know, all this show was like an arrow flying through the, the air. Skyrim vibes. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of, sort of, you know. yeah. Ho- hopefully not too Skyrim because I don't like Skyrim. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, um, I got more of like a Bioshock vibe, you know, with okay. the weapon in one hand and the powers in the other hand. You know, like, yeah, it, yeah. It, it just seemed like, you know, the, the magic seemed to be more, I'm not going to say parasitic, you know, kind of like, like with Bioshock, but it just seemed like it, it was more like, ingrained in the person than like you, you. you see in like skyrim i can get behind that okay yeah and then of course psychonauts 2 <laughs> i've never played the first one but man i thought i, oh, I the thought first I, was great i thought i ate something by accident before that trailer came on and i was like seeing stuff because <laughs> let me tell you what it was like a psychedelic experience that that whole trailer was was quite intense yeah, no, like they, they, you know, that game I was already excited for, it, and then just seeing Jack Black on there and his yeah. singing, I was like, I'm sold. Like, I'll get an Xbox just for this game. So, give me the elevator pitch. What is Psychonauts? I know it's a good game. I've heard many things about it, but I don't know what it's about. And the trailer so, didn't really. 
uh, the, really the, the first one, basically, you're a psychic, and he goes to, if I remember correctly, because it came out years ago. The first right, one. right, right. I know it's. Um, I think that he was in training, you know, to hone his psychic powers and things like that. And then basically, the levels are you going inside people's minds, mm-hmm. and those are the levels, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, the second one, I don't, know, I don't know much about it, but it looked very trippy. Obviously, you know, very, very psychedelic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very like seventies, you know, like Sergeant Pepper's, you know, like style. It, it looked, it looked really, really cool. It's been in development for a very long time because Psychonauts one. Was an Xbox title, yeah, yeah. I remember MPS? Was it PS2 as well, or was it only? Xbox? Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, but but yeah, that era, yeah, right, that mm-hmm. era. Um, well, now it's strictly Microsoft, considering they own Double Fine, yeah. right? So yeah, it, yeah, it was an exclusive, and like I'm sure they probably saved the the game, probably because like you know Double, yeah. Double Fine, you know they're a small studio. I'm sure Microsoft came in and like, listen, guys, this game's not going to come out. You guys don't have the money. Let us buy you out, and you can you can release it on our console. And they probably took the money. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, it's very, it's very likely that's what happened, but it, it looks really cool. We did get uh we did get some more Tetris. I know you guys are excited about that. No, actually, I am. Um, <laughs> okay, so I thought that it was gonna be Tetris ninety nine. I don't know if you guys played that game. The one on yeah, the yeah, Twitch. the battle yeah. royale, dude. That game is so good. That that game is so much fun. It's like super addictive. So I thought it was more of that, but then when it was like Tetris Effect, I was like, oh okay, because that one I haven't played it, but it was really good. You know, it combined Tetris with Luminous. Yeah, because that mm-hmm. was another really that good was, puzzle that's game. That's actually my favorite puzzle game, yes. Yeah, no, Luminous was fantastic. Like, Music-based really puzzle, good. that's my favorite, yeah. Yeah, it's fun, yeah. So, you know, this one you know, seems to keep going on with that, but it looks like they're adding, you know, multiplayer and, like, a battle royale kind of thing with this one, too. So, it, it looks pretty, you know, it's, it's Tetris. You can't go wrong with Tetris. Right. We also got State of Decay 3, which we didn't get much, but... Yeah, but know. like I didn't care about one and two, so I was like... Yeah. yeah, I didn't either, but, you know, maybe this one will be the one that gets to me. I don't know. There really just wasn't much in the show. At least that's the thing. Yeah, maybe for me that just really stood out because, like, I'm just like kind of skimming over the list of things, and it's like, tell me why if you're a life is strange kind of person. Which uh, I like the games, but I don't know. It didn't really. Yeah, this looks like another. It'll be interesting. That tell me why it looks teen drama. Another thirteen reasons why kind of style drama. It looks like like if uh, Telltale made that game, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The way it looks and yeah, like the style and everything. Yeah, it almost looks like a point and click adventure. Yeah, yeah. You know, have you ever played Life is Strange? It's the same developer and it's the same kind of style. You literally just make choices and it's a chapter based game and it's just like Telltale. Literally just like Telltale. Yeah. So, like, uh, what what game do you guys feel like they should have announced at the showcase? Uh, with them, I, I mean, the one that I was going to mention, cause they've been pushing so hard, even though it's not a console exclusive, but they've been pushing so hard as like, uh, the best place to play it is going to be on Xbox is where was cyberpunk? Mm-hmm. There was nothing of cyberpunk whatsoever. Um, and I mean, it, it, it might even get to the point where like they may come up with a sort of partnership where maybe they could put it on game pass when it first comes out, because I mean, wow. They they're dream, but yeah, yeah, that, 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 that'll be a big blow to Sony. Yeah, because Microsoft and it has been pushing that game as if it was theirs, even though obviously it's not. Right. And CD Projekt Red has been okay with being like, yeah, well, we'll keep showing our stuff at your events, and you know, and, and basically drive up the hype for uh, this game at least on your console. Um, so I was surprised that that wasn't shown. I would like there really wasn't any major uh, third party. Uh, title that was shown throughout the throughout the actual show even you know, like even with any sort of gameplay or any you know a lot of the stuff was you know i get it they were trying to center it around you know game pass and stuff that's theirs mm-hmm. um but then that also you know then you realize like yeah it's a lot of indie games and a lot of smaller developer games which you know microsoft's always been 
they were the first to really be open to this whole, you know, indie phase. And then Sony kind of followed suit. But um, yeah, I mean, there's, 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 that was probably the main game that I was surprised that there wasn't anything, especially because, you know, they, they had, you know, they had Keanu Reeves come out last time for it and all, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. So but maybe um, that's why they kind of eased up on it because they've already done so much stuff for Cyberpunk. Like people are going to buy Cyberpunk. I don't think there's much more convincing that needs to be done on the cyberpunk you know like i get yeah like you said they are selling this game as if it's their own title so why not include it somewhere like at least if it's like a just a quick trailer or something a reference anything you know one little feature you haven't shown before right but but like um, like at least like um you know show like the creative character because you know we've heard a lot about it yeah walk us through at least you know 10 minutes of something if not not that five minutes of something but Mm -hmm. it was kind of strange not to see it at all i do agree with that Mm -hmm. and i don't uh, have a uh, i don't have a game that um i wish i would have seen so i'm just gonna say bioshock 3 <laughs> <laughs> I, I i don't have a i'm not well prepared I, I can't say gears of war because i really don't care that they don't announce another gears of war but i don't know what other exclusives they have that they didn't yeah. announce no I'm yeah yeah let, yeah gears of war 6 wouldn't, re- wouldn't really have had a punch like i, I feel that they kind of hurt themselves by showing halo first Right, I, I think they should have ended with Halo, um, and then yeah. you know started off with a big third party title. You know, like what they could have shown uh, that first More party. <laughs> well, the Fable thing, well, that was you know that was kind More of lame. Fable, How, please. They, yeah, but you know, don't don't, don't give me pre rendered Fable. Like, show me yeah. something. You know, like it's like what did the game? Did they just start developing it? But um, I, I feel like what they should have started out with was a new Perfect Dark. You know, like oh. that that should have been a game that that you bring because Rare. You know, like you bring Rare in. Why don't you have them do Perfect Dark? They don't want Rare to do anything. That's why. Yeah, basically. Uh, you know, it's like Perfect Dark Zero was a great game. Perfect Dark is, is an absolute classic. So why wouldn't you go back and bring back an IP that was successful? You know, especially an IP that was a launch title for the 360. And you haven't touched it since. Well, we you haven't know? seen another 007 game either. So, I yeah, mean, well, they haven't been good. So, you know, that, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been good at all. But I'm saying like that generation, you know, the shooters that were like, you know the iconic ones they really haven't ever been redone again to, to success so. yeah no yeah I, I hear on that and then you know like what they could have done um you know as far as like third party tells like big ones they could have shown um the, the new call of duty because we know that we're getting one right they could have shown the new call of duty uh mm-hmm. they, could, they could have shown the next battlefield you know like they, they could have shown you know like a, a big third party game that's coming out and after that you can say every game from here on now is coming out on next path uh on game pass Mm-hmm. You know, and then that's it. Then you separate from that. But yeah, by by saying that so early on and showing Halo so early so early on, they kind of like box themselves into a little bit of a, of a corner, basically. You know, and it was like, all right, well, this is what we got. And it was like, okay, cool. You and know, what are your guys' thoughts on the uh, the controversy with like the graphics on Halo? I'm sure you guys have heard about that, and I'm sure you guys felt something <sighs> about that. Honestly, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand what the issue is. Okay, because look, think about it. Halo 4 and Halo 5 were graphical powerhouses, right? And 5 was crap, okay? And then 4 was okay, but the story was whatever. Like, I, I, I kind of got over the whole Cortana chief thing. It's like, guys, stop it. Why, why are you trying to make a romance between this guy and a computer program? Let it go. And, and it just got really weird. The story just got a little, like, kind of went off the rails a little bit. Um, what I do like about the new Halo is that they're going back to basics, right? They're not... You know, they're not throwing the kitchen sink at things to have Chief do, but they're also not playing it safe either, right? Look um, like a Halo 1 remake, in my opinion. It looked yeah, like an which, open which, world which Halo I, 1. Which I have no problem with, because, you know, like, go back to what people like, what people feel safe with, what people are going to be drawn towards, and that's the original Halo, right? Because I think now, more than ever, people are being drawn back to the original trilogy, 
you know like uh the, the master chief collection has been you know selling like gangbusters on steam and game pass and all that stuff everyone's playing the hell out of it so you know people want that original halo feel and i feel that with infinite they're nailing that you know the game doesn't have to look like a million bucks you know it just look like halo and it, i think they nailed it perfectly and uh, the big thing with halo is the weapons and from what they showed, this demo in particular, which is to show off the weapons, really. It was to show off, hey, look, we got a million and one handguns. We got uh, a new assault rifle, you know, a new shotgun. We got all these different the plasma rifles. Though. Yeah, and the crap. <laughs> hey, listen. Just don't forget about that grappling you, hook. You can, grab, you can grab a plasma cell with that grappling hook and throw it at, at enemies. I'm about oh, that. How you like that? I'm about it. I, I, I mean, I, I liked what I saw, but I also felt that with them playing it, it it's just, it feels like it's 343 and Microsoft playing it really safe with this. Um, I, I feel like there hasn't really been an evolution with the game uh, with Halo in a while. Um, they've all felt very, the way they play at least, they've felt very similar probably since like Halo 3 because Halo 4 and 5 played and felt very, at least to me, felt very similar. I feel like they're, they're you know, they, they could have maybe gone away of, of trying to maybe... Uh, evolve the game a little bit more but then again like i said it's probably them just playing it safe and trying to keep it you know somewhat familiar um i did find like the gameplay element when you watch it again and you know start analyzing things you know there's certain things that feel extremely like rigid and not um not the most fluid it does feel like halo but then again you know the the halo feel of games has started feeling dated considering we've we've had halo for i mean what halo one came out what it was almost 20 years ago yeah, so just like I was in middle school when the first Halo came out. Was it two thousand one? Two thousand two, two thousand one, two thousand two, around there. Right. Yeah. So we've you know, Halo in terms of the way it's the way the game actually plays. I mean, hasn't really evolved a lot since the first game. So um, you know, did it was it a little bit underwhelming? Sure. Should have they ended the show with it? Yeah, probably. Maybe to add a little bit of more hype to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I can see where people's issues are with, uh, at least graphically the way the game looks, especially how long they've had, to, you know, how much time they've had to develop this game. Cause I mean, Halo five came out, I mean, how long ago, at least was it five years? Halo Five was probably yeah, four or five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, they've had a good while to develop this game and, um, I don't know. It, 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 I, I, I can see with Mike asking the question about, you know, how we felt about the graphics. I mean, yeah, they, you know, there wasn't anything mind blowing when I was watching it. I mean, there wasn't anything. It, it looked like, uh, it looked like something running off of uh, a development kit for the Xbox One, and not necessarily for something that was uh, touted as being super high, you know, next gen. Uh, ultra powerful system that Microsoft claims their, you know, the nearest system is going to be. Mm. Yeah, with so, like forty five teraflops. Right. That's the thing. You know, you, you, you tout about your your specs and you you make it all about your specs, your specs, and then your main game looks like it could be rendered on your older consoles. You know, it's like yeah. you know well, it, specs don't matter. Like it what, what matters is the developer. Like can they sure. maximize I'm not saying know. the game won't be great. I, the, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like no, I'm not I'm not shitting on the game. I'm not saying yeah. that the game is here nor there, but what they show something yeah, it's definitely something where I mean the game is like five months out and you're saying, Oh, the game's not done yet, the game's not done yet, but I mean it's gotta be close. And if you're showing us, you know, not even basic textures on your models, like just just flat colors, like was it pretty? Was it vibrant? Was it open world? Yeah, I mean, it was all those things. But, you know, you can't help but notice after you're coming off all these other uh, titles that were so graphically intensive 
and then your main one kind of looks cartoony. I don't know. It was just mm. interesting. There's already a meme. There's already a meme of. I'm the, sure uh, there is. They're, they're, the internet is undefeated. They're, 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 <laughs> I kid you not. There is already. Uh, they fast tracked the meme already of one of the the brute characters in the game or in the mm-hmm. demo. Um, there's a part in the game or in the demo. Sorry, I keep saying game, but in the demo of of Halo Infinite, where uh, Chief kind of does his like melee and, and punches. Uh, one of the brutes that gets really close to him and people have been grabbing like a freeze frame of that and showing off like basically the the skin textures of that brute compared to one from halo 3 back on the xbox 360 and the halo 3 one looks better than the skin textures and stuff on this brute which yeah okay it's a demo we get it but at the same time mike has a point when he mentioned that this game is coming out this year. It's not like it's something that needs another two years of development yeah no it's gonna be a launch game it's out in three months right so you know it there's certain aspects of it that look pretty but i mean it 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 was you know when you first start watching it all you get excited because it's halo but then i kind of like went back to watch it again and kind of started paying attention to a couple more things and yeah it was a it was relatively underwhelming there really wasn't anything in it that i was like Mm. oh man this looks you know absolutely amazing it wasn't like i don't know do you guys remember the uh the halo 2 De- demo oh bro uh, back in the on. day like uh, that that was the most hype reveal of any game i, I think in like M- do, you, do you remember how nuts people went when you saw that you could board ghosts and kick and kick yeah. covenant yeah, out kick of them it off yeah. absolutely yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then like, there was none he, of that in this yeah know? yeah and like he busts out the battle the the battle rifle yeah with, with a scope and everyone's like yeah. oh my god it's got a fucking scope people were going crazy on that yeah, shit you know none of, there was none of that in this demo no moments like that no yeah. no crazy moments yeah yeah no it, it's true yeah and um and then we had the bad guy scream into the microphone for like two minutes uh, or yeah. scream into the fucking camera for two yeah, minutes yeah, like, <laughs> i was like all right dude get off the get off the stage man I know. Like, start it, playing it, his playing his oscar speech music in the background like absolutely. all right wrap it up bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it, his monologue definitely went on i think a little too long it was like what yeah to the point like i got to the point where i couldn't understand what he was saying <laughs> you know and, and i was like what the fuck is this guy talking about you know and you know like uh, actually like when the demo first started i was like all right so let's see who these banished are because like i don't know if they explained it before or anything like that but then i saw oh it's just it's just a covenant again like yeah i'm, I'm okay. not good with halo lore so i'm very bad with this but yeah oh it, it, it's over complicated like um to the, like four and five introduced new enemies uh which i guess they're completely gone now they're not even like gonna acknowledge the four and five i'm guessing but yeah with the third one you beat the covenant and they basically give up their crusade, right? The Covenant is, is like was this big religious cult, and then basically the third one ends with you exposing the truth to the Covenant, and they disband, basically. And um, the brutes try and take over, um, and you know lead the Covenant themselves, and then you and uh, you know the chief and the arbiter, you guys come together and you defeat the brutes, and then you know you basically end the war. Um, so, like, I don't know anything about the Banish. I'm assuming that they're former former covenant like followers that are just like off on their own now that want to keep the ideals of the covenant and so you know they're back on the ring um but i don't know we'll, we'll see what happens like i think it's gonna be a very uh i'm not gonna say generic story but they're gonna play it safe it's gonna be like paint by numbers it's it seems like alexis i think it, it seems like you're gonna be fighting a, a mixture of the the banish so this this covenant faction whatever type of deal along with the harbinger enemies from halo 4 and mm-hmm. um so because uh, uh not that i pay too much attention but the 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 what's it called the enemy or the bad guy that's monologuing at the end of that demo um he basically touts that the banished and the it was i think he's called the harbinger right that was the enemy from halo 4 
or something. Uh, like no, it was no. the the didact, something like that, or or that something like that. Yeah, um, whoever that is, he he mentions that the the banished and whatever the other name that he mentions that they're working together to fight, you know, humanity and whatever and all that jazz. So, mm-hmm. um, that'd be yeah. that. That's my guess as to what kind of enemies we'll be seeing in the game. It's probably going to be a mixture of both. Yeah, yeah, but uh, again, it's just like they—I don't know—it's just strange that for a game that's coming out in you know three months that we don't know anything about it. You know, I talked to my friends about this earlier, and I think uh, a huge turning factor for this game is going to be what the multiplayer looks like. Yeah, uh, which it, they, they didn't like, even show like, that. Like they no, even no. said, "Oh, like we're going to come back and show you multiplayer." I'm like, "Why come back? If anything, they should have ended the the, the the showcase with that. You start mm-hmm. with the single player, then you end with the multiplayer." Right? Exactly. You know, that's what all anybody cares about with Halo. You know, we, we don't care about the story. We care about the multiplayer. Like Halo Two. Like the reason why we were, you know, Halo Two like killed was because it had online multiplayer. It changed everything. Yeah, it changed absolutely. everything. You know, like I had so many nights where I was up till five in the morning. My dad would come in the room and say, "Go the fuck to sleep," because I'm playing Halo a lot as hell and cursing at people. I was know? talking to my buddy about it, and he was saying, "Man, that's that's the game that introduced me to land four v four land parties and yeah. stuff to fight and to play, and it was just like." It was just an epic time for video games when that game came out. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, like Halo changed everything. Like it, it, it made shooters what they are today. And, you know, like it, it made online multiplayer what it is today. Yep. You know? And so, you know, it's a little disappointing um, how they showed the game off. You know, it's just like, all right, you know, you hope that it's good. You want it to be good as Halo, you know, but obviously, you know, Halo 5 wasn't any good. So th- I don't feel um, too confident. Uh, I that I also feel like there's a lot more competition now. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, guys. you're good. You're good. Um, we got you guys. You got Destiny Two, which is also coming to Game Pass, um, and that I mean has pretty close comparison to to Halo in terms of style. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that game has some pretty strong multiplayer. That game is still getting updates. That game, you know, it's a different system. You're you're leveling up gear and things like mm-hmm. that that you're not really doing in Halo. But Halo's not you know necessarily in the forefront like it used to be. It's not like the no, you know, it, it the big baddie. Yeah, and it hasn't been for some time. It's you know, so it really has to compete, you know, with a lot of great other games that are out right now. So, yeah, like, yeah, like I feel Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare is what knocked off Halo as like the online king. You know, like once Modern Warfare came out, you know that that that's been it for you know all this time. Yeah, uh, I I would agree. Um, what, what I was going to mention before is that uh, that I think the, the issue that Microsoft had going into this. I, well, this show and also this this generation of console is that th- in terms of like um, first party, you know, standout titles that that is there's hype surrounding them going into this next generation. They really don't have that many. Um, mm-hmm. You you know, they kind of uh, hit their stride a little bit with with gears, and you know, they released Gears Five on this previous, you know, on this on this current generation. And, you know, um, I don't I don't think it was realistic to to think that they were going to announce another Gears already for the Xbox, you know, Xbox Series X. Um, and then you have, you know, Forza, which is your your bi yearly, you know, you know, I'll admit a very awesome racing series. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's it doesn't obviously sell titles like it's a, uh, yeah, it's a racing right, game. You right. Know, like, it, it doesn't sell there's titles. A, there's like a community a for it. But, right. You know, right. But they yeah. In terms of going into this generation, um, I mean. When it comes to first-party titles, uh, I mean, Sony's got them beat big time. Um, it, it, in you know, uh, just in terms of quality of games and and variety of games and and just overall, just the number of uh, awesome first-party titles that Sony has. 
Yeah, that it's, Microsoft it's not even close. Have they just they don't have it? Nope, no, it's not even close. Yeah, just this year alone with The Last of Us Two and Ghost of Tsushima, like Sony's are already won the year when it comes to first party titles. It's like, you know, yep. it, it doesn't matter how good Halo is going to be. You know, Halo can be, you know, like the best Halo that they've ever made. Um, I I don't think it's going to be like as good critically as The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you know, we'll see. I, I hope it's good. But, you know, as far as, yeah, like you said, Sony has them beat when it comes to first party titles. I just, I can't think of anything else in the show that really I'm like, yeah, that's the you thing. get any excitement for it. I mean, it was Halo. You skim through the list and it's like, all right, I'll play these games, but right. nothing really, you know, makes me. Yeah, like, like literally everything on this list is like, okay, like you got Stalker 2. I'm like, okay, you know, you have Warhammer Dark Tide. Okay. You know, it's a, <laughs> the you know, gunk. Yeah, the gunk. You know, which that one, it, look, it, it looks, looks fun. Yeah, yeah, I'll play it. But, but you know, it, it's a cute little indie game, you know. Right. Um, you have the, medium, that one game, the medium, speak, the medium looks speak, interesting. Speak, Spooky as fuck. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. But it looked interesting. Like the fact that you play in dual worlds at the same time, you know, that's an interesting mechanic, you know? Sure. Yeah. You know, I like agree. you have Fantasy Star Online. Who cares? You know, like it, it's got a very niche audience. You know, people that love Fantasy Star are going to yeah, play it. Great, like, great game, done. but like nothing new. Yeah. You know? And then what was odd is that, you know, Remedy uh, comes out with their next game and I don't know. Nothing about it was interesting. Like they didn't show it off, and like I don't know. Like you know, you're coming off game of the year wins with Control, mm-hmm. and now you're coming with this game called what Crossfire X? You know, is that what it's called or, or Crossfire X? You know, it's like how, how do you pronounce Cross, it? You know? cro- I, yeah, I think it's Crossfire X. Every time I hear yeah. Crossfire, I think of the uh, we were talking about this like yeah, the, that game, the old the old board I game, love that game. Old, old, yeah, man. Oh my yeah. god, Crossfire. Yeah, not the game. But, but yeah, you know, like they showed that game, they showed a trailer. It, it looked like a very generic, like military shooter. And I'm like, why are they going from you know, you know, control to this? You know, like it, it was, it was a little, a little odd. And then yeah, like they ended it with Fable, but they like, again, they ended it with a pre-rendered cutscene that didn't show you anything of gameplay. You know, like no idea what the game is going to you know be anything about. You know, you could tell it's going to keep that same level of comedy that the Fable series has, but it's just like. I don't know. It, it felt it felt odd to end the showcase with that. It kind of felt it, it felt like it landed with a thud. If anything, know? we talk about it, they probably should have started with that game. Um, mm-hmm. And another big weird thing about, at least to me, um, I don't know if you paid attention, Alexis, to who the developers for Fable are, but it's yeah, Playgr- that, it was it's Playground, Playground Games, the people that make the Horizon games. Mm-hmm. So this is really, I mean, more power to them. Eh? If they make a great game, awesome. I mean, nobody really thought that, you know, Gorilla was going to hit it out of the park with Horizon Zero Dawn after making all the Killzone games. But, um, yeah, you know. but like at least like that's not as far off as like going from a driving, you know, game right. to, you know, a, a, you know, a high concept fantasy game, RPG. Play- Playground Games was was basically, uh, they basically gathered a bunch of people from like Codemasters and Criterion and a bunch of different developers that were known for making racing games to make Horizon, which made sense. But now, um, I guess, I mean, Microsoft must have all the faith in the world to hand over a, a franchise like Fable to a development team that's, you know, only really known for making open world racing games. So... Uh, I don't know how that'll play out. That's where that that Fingers was crossed. <laughs> yeah, that was the most interesting thing I saw in, in in that Fable trailer. I mean, yeah, the comedy's you know it's nice to have some a uh, comedic slash fantasy game like that. But um, when they mentioned the the developer's name came up, I, was, I that really caught me by surprise. I was like, out of all the developers out there, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, it's it's a little it's a little strange. So like, we'll have to see you know what they decide to do. Yeah, but it's also like, are they doing it by themselves or are they, you know, are they being helped by a a studio that has experience in making games like this, you know? Right. So, yeah, it's just just a lot of of what ifs, you know, 
but yeah, you know, like, yeah, like, like we said earlier, like they were selling you game pass really, you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, like, like I said earlier, like they're giving you more quantity than quality. You know, they're, they're showing you, listen, if you get in the Xbox series X, you're going to have 30 plus games to play at launch. Yep. Yeah, you because know, you're going to get Game Pass, you know, like th- they're going to probably include Game Pass, I'm sure, for a certain amount of time if you get the, the console, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, to further entice you to get in there. So it's like, all you got to do is buy the console and you have access to 30 plus games, including Halo. Right. My friend was actually mentioning and he made a great point. You know, we come from a generation where you buy the console and maybe you buy that one game, you know, that, that was coming out with the console, that one good game that you were waiting for launch, you know, and you come bring the console home, you rip the game open, you you binge the hell out of that game for 40 plus hours and then usually sit a couple weeks or wait a month or two before that next game comes out you know now we're in a generation where our console's coming out and all these games are available at such an easy price you know you have game pass where for 10 bucks let's say it's not a dollar let's say it's the full 10 dollars but for 10 dollars on launch you have access to all these games that you can binge you can play you can jump between them you can do whatever you want and you don't have to worry about waiting for that next $60 purchase that next, you know, when is that next game going to come out? You have so many things to keep you, you know, occupied in the meantime. And I think that alone is going to make this service like extremely successful. Yeah. We, nowadays we expect everything immediate. So uh, especially even, even not, not even our generation, but even the younger generation. I mean, even I, I have um, my wife's like half sisters. They're, they're really young and yeah, I mean, it's, it's all this whole like tablet generation and and mm-hmm. instant instant gratification of got to be now. Yeah, it's got to be now. So it's the same thing happens with with video games now where we're getting these consoles and well Microsoft is jumping on that bandwagon of basically saying like you're going to have access to all these things immediately instead of having to basically decide out of the eight launch titles that usually come out which is the yep. one that you want to buy or which exactly. which are the two that you want to buy. Um, now you have uh, it's ten the, bucks, right. not one hundred and twenty bucks. Ten dollars. You know? it's, it's absurd when you think about it. Yeah, yeah, and then also on top of that, you know, like a lot of the games that you own now for for the Xbox One, you can get them upres for the Series X. You know, you know, yeah, they're saying you know, like the new, obviously the, the sports games, the Madden's, the Fifas, right? But even Destiny, they're like, if you have Destiny, you can upgrade your Destiny for free, and you get you get four K resolution, right, sixty frames per second, the whole shebang for free. You know, so they're also they're also really selling you continuity. You know, because with PS5, you know, like they still haven't really told us if, you know, the games that we have on our PS4, if we can just bring them over to PS5, like it's no big deal. You know, like as as far as we know, it might be some might, some might not. Like, you know, it's safe to assume that, you know, games from this year, Last of Us Part 2, Ghost of Tsushima, you know, you'll probably be able to play on your PS5 at launch. Maybe with a resolution update, probably not, you know, but, you know, honestly, for The Last of Us 2, you don't even need it. It looks so good. (laughs) But... Yeah, yeah. With Xbox, you know that you know the majority of your library will just go onto the new console, and, and you won't feel any any sense of loss. Basically, where like you have to keep your Xbox One if you want to keep playing some of your older games. No, it, it'll be on your Series X. It's 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 a very nice thing to have, and that's uh, with with Microsoft um, pushing that even more and more. I mean, that's just that's just another thing besides Game Pass that they have. You know, they they feel to um, to have the upper hand on Sony when it comes to, you know, guaranteeing that you can play certain or majority or uh, a lot of your current titles on your, on your Xbox one, you'll be able to play them on your Xbox series X and they'll be even upgraded quote unquote, you know? So Sony doesn't really have that. At least they haven't really touted that 
So yeah, yeah, and honestly, like I don't think they will. Like you know, they'll probably they're gonna work more on on the backwards compatibility com- compatibility, but mm-hmm. I don't feel they're gonna make you know, it won't be all the games. I think it'll be for sure the first party titles. Right. But, you know, like I'm sure like we're going to lose a couple of third party games that we won't be able to, to go back to and things like that. So but we'll have to see what happens. You know, time will tell. But yeah. So um, I have a question for you guys. So why do you guys think they still won't announce the price and the launch date, even though like we're getting so close to this happening that like, you can't even pre-order it yet? I think they're waiting for for triggers to be pulled. Everybody's waiting for like the other person to, to do something first. And I don't know. I think we're, we're playing that game right now. But um. I don't know, man. There might be some behind the scenes reasons for that, but uh, I would think that's like the most uh, probably logical reason. You're trying to see what the competitor wants to do first and then make your move from there. But I mean, who knows? Yeah, I mean, I would agree. It's probably it's a waiting game to see who's who's going to announce their price first. Um, I think with how well this generation went for Sony, uh, they probably have the luxury of of um, they're in a better position. Yeah, they're in a better position. I think, I mean, I don't know if, if both of you guys agree of, of maybe announcing first and then mm-hmm. Microsoft comes in afterwards just because, you know, they since Sony clearly won this generation, at least between, you know, the two the two big um, console makers. Um, I, I don't really, you know, Nintendo's always in its own world because they they're always in, do They're well. in their own thing now. Yeah, they don't yeah. count anymore. Yeah, they're they always do thing. so well that you know, <laughs> they, don't they don't count anymore. No, they yeah, don't they, count. They're doing their own thing, man. Yeah. You know? They're disqualified. Yeah. They, no, it's, it's just, you know, they, they, and I think Nintendo never really sees themselves as like, oh, we, we're going to compete with Sony and Microsoft. It's, no, we just want our fair share of the market, basically. Yeah. But, sure. um, and they're, and, and they're probably going to be, what if they said, Guys, we're gonna bring Game Pass to the Nintendo Switch. Oh like, God, mind, mind blown, dude! Like, that's, no, like some that's kind a of huge partnership. Yeah, th- yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be a really fucking deal. But there, there's I'm no way. I'm waiting for that day. No, my my my, my Switch. <laughs> we got Cuphead on the Switch, so you never know. Bro. I, yeah, but that's Cuphead. My a, my, my Switch will catch on fire if it tries to play Gears Five. <laughs> okay, there's no way that's happening, man. Maybe the next gen. Maybe the next. Gen. <laughs> maybe the next gen. Yeah, with the, like the, yeah, the Super Switch. No, there's no way it's happening. Uh, but uh, but uh, do you guys feel that Xbox is going to cost less than the PS5? I don't. I I don't know. I think uh, I think they're going to try to aim for the same uh, similar price. Um, do you think there'll be a digital only version like the PlayStation? I'm sure. Uh, I'm, I'm sure, sure, I'm sure they're going to have a digital edition. There's a rumor that uh, that the digital only one will be less powerful, though. That it's it's still a rumor. It's not mm-hmm. confirmed. But I mean, if that's the case. I mean that's a little unfortunate. I I don't see you know. Yeah, it doesn't well, really make sense to me. Doesn't make any sense, you know. It's right. Like, wh- um, why would you do that? Like the PS5 has the same power, where whether it's digital or with a disc. So why right. would you? Um, the beauty of this is that uh, I just bought a brand new computer, and I don't even have to worry about buying the Xbox because <laughs> I can play all the games yeah, the, on the Game, game Pass, which is amazing. You know, like you're you're reaching a whole new audience now. Like somebody who never bought an Xbox in the past, and now I'm like committed to this Game Pass. So yeah, but but again, that's why they're trying to sell it to people so so hard because yeah, because you have people that are going to have the console, but they're also targeting PC owners. Sure, because remember, Microsoft. What do they do besides make consoles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's their bread and butter. Like the PC market is what keeps the Xbox division alive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, so Sony doesn't. You know, Sony besides their their console division, it's basically you know TVs, cameras, yeah. and and, yeah. and home yeah. theater devices. Yeah. So, well, you know, Sony's doing just fine. They'll, they'll yeah. be fine. They're not right. about anything. Right. But so they're they're chilling. Um. Yeah. I mean, I it I it's yeah. We're de- it's definitely a waiting game at this at this time and 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 you know i think 
if you were to ask me straight up, who do you think is going to announce the price first? I think it'll be Sony. And we talked about this before, Lexi, we're, you know, we're on kind of different ends of, uh, of the, uh, the spectrum in terms of w- who or, or sorry, or what we think the PlayStation is going to be priced at, especially the, the two mm-hmm. models. Yeah. I mean, and I remember last time we discussed where I, th- I was thinking that it would be probably four ninety nine for the digital. I mean, for the, for the one with the uh, disc tray. And then, and then I think, I don't know if it'll be a hundred dollar hit to take off for the digital one. I think it'll, if anything, it'll be four fifty. Just because uh, we mentioned this before on our Sony podcast, where um, I think that Sony has a little bit of PTSD when it comes to what happened when they first announced the PS3 and they were like, yeah, it's going to be five ninety nine for the 60 gig and four ninety nine for the 20 gig. And that really bit I, them in the I ass. Know. I know. I remember that vividly. vividly. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, with the current situation of the world and a lot of people, you know, not necessarily having the same funds as they were, you know, last year. Mm-hmm. But uh, I still think, um, I think the, the PS5, I don't see either one going higher than, 500 and if they do i mean they prove me wrong but i anything higher than 500 is that's asking a lot yeah i think five is the max for sure on both 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 sony and microsoft i can't see i mean i wouldn't pay for more than five for i mean i I know it's never say never but i can't see more than five personally Mm. no and look i I hope i'm wrong like i hope that you know they're both at 500 but you know even if they are like i feel that if there's a digital edition it'll be 100 bucks less because you can't you you can't do 50 like it's it's not enticing enough you know people are going to buy the one with the disc He's like for 50, 50 bucks yeah, more, 50 they're bucks like, oh, more. let's get that one. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, but th- then they're undercutting themselves because obviously you want to sell digital because digital games, you make more money because you're not paying for manufacturing costs for them. You're ma- making right. the disc, the cases, shipping all that stuff out. Well, you're still charging 60 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, yeah. you, you reap more uh, of a more of an income, you know, uh, more of a profit. So I don't know. We'll have to see. But uh, all right, fellas, you know, like uh, I feel that we, we've made our, our feelings known about the uh, Xbox showcase, you know, well, they're known. Oh, yeah. Known. Yeah. It was, you know, it was it was definitely better than the first one that they showed. Uh, but overall, you know, it was it was all right. You know, it, it was a better showing, but, you know, they can definitely do a lot better. But Sony has a big issue with Game Pass that they got to figure it out, because if Xbox really does get this, you know, going you know, like from the start with the Series X, the PS5 might be in trouble. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, the, the, that's the, the the big upper hand that you know we keep saying it that Microsoft has is Game Pass, and it's it's the the broad spectrum that it reaches now uh, in terms of on console and now on the PC world is is pretty vast, and um, it's it's a very enticing option for people that are maybe want to you know save a little bit of money and not necessarily keep buying games at full price and or keep buying games physically. Um, but yeah, I think Sony, I think. Um, maybe uh, on their end, they probably feel that they don't really have to answer too much to Game Pass. They, you know, you hope that um, on their end they don't get too cocky, but that you know that's always a possibility. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, uh, I think Sony's answer might be a way of expanding PS Now to a little bit more of of a Game Pass style, but. That, you know, that's cool. a huge question of mine. Are they going to respond with that? They do have a service similar to Game Pass, but yeah. they obviously haven't made the investment into it the way Game Pass is doing. So it's going to be interesting to see that. And um, honestly, like I've always been a Sony guy, so I'm always going to live and die for my uh, for Sony exclusives and PlayStation exclusives. Um, and I feel like at this point, I don't want to say Microsoft doesn't offer high end games, but 
the production value and like the mo capping and all these things like sony i feel like when i when i buy a playstation i'm investing in that cinematic experience i'm investing in like i know i'm going to get these really gritty amazing first person red dead redemption scale titles sorry spec my microphone scale titles um and, and and Xbox, not that they don't make games like that, but when I think of Game Pass, I think of accessibility, mm-hmm. you know, quick, fun, you know, I can I can jump in these games, I can get them quick, but I don't think of like blockbuster, mind blowing, you know, titles. So I feel like they might reach both audiences this way in a kind of a way. Like you have a cheap service that if you have a computer, you can play all these Xbox titles and you could still lay on the couch and play your PlayStation 5. You know, when you want to when you want to play The Last of Us three or whatever it may be, the next big giant title. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I, I don't know if it's going to it's going to put a dent to Sony. I mean, I definitely think they hear it. They, I think they hear this. You know, they're definitely not under their radar for sure. But I'm curious if there's going to be um, an obvious response to this or if they're just going to just do the things the way that they want to do it. I think Sony Sony's big thing is uh, they, they're proud of the the exclusive lineup that they have, especially when it comes to first party titles. I mean, proud enough where they've basically combined, what is it? There are five major studios that they own into one group yeah. now, and they're all called yeah. like Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're all called by, uh, I forgot the name, what they called their it, it, uh, PlayStation Studios. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So, and they're making Uncharted the movie right now. Yeah. yeah I'm sure it's going to be a PlayStation Studios production or whatever, you know? So, yeah, it they're is. just trying to expand that brand into mm-hmm. more of like a, yeah. you know, it's not just games. We do, we tell stories, you know, we're this, we're the cinematic, you know, kind of companies. So, yeah, I think yeah. that's more of the approach they're going for. Yeah. That's that. what they're proud yeah, of. That's we'll we'll see. Proud it, of it, honestly, it'll be their first and only movie because it, it's not going to, it's not going to be good. No. No, bro. Video game, you movies never, so? video game movies are never good. Oh man, but name I have one, hope, man. Good one, Sonic. That's true. I mean, they are making the Last of Us show. Sonic, Sonic. Sonic I heard it was Sonic. good. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it was a kid I heard, movie. That's I heard different. it was fun though. I haven't seen. Yeah, it, but, but I heard it was but, fun. But, yeah, but still, like, it's not gonna win an Oscar, is it? You know, it's, no. It's just a but fun, oh, come on, I mean, movie. is a Marvel movie gonna win a Best Picture award? Never. So, and Endgame should have gotten Best Picture. Goddamn. Oh my god. Okay, Robert Downey Jr. should have gotten Best Actor. All right, I don't give a fuck. All right, the, the man was a revelation in that movie. All right, <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> but all right, fellas, uh, I want to go ahead and thank my guests for uh, joining me today. Carlos, where can everybody reach you at? So uh, my Instagram handle is Briseno Media. Uh, it's my last name, B R I C E N O Media, and I just I post a lot of pictures on there that of of that I take with my camera and stuff. You know, very very basic Instagram page, but you know that's where people can reach me. So I'm still waiting on those nudes, bro. I'm just letting you know. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I have to be careful which ones I post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be really soft and delicate. Exactly. Yeah. They and have it, to be highly edited to, you know, increase size. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> it can only look so big on an Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, like it, it's got to fit in the frame. So I, I feel exactly. you. I feel you. And uh, Skinner, you actually host your own podcast, right? I do. I do. Um, so I do a gaming podcast. I, I haven't decided if it's going to be just PC gaming, but the way it's mm-hmm. been so far, it's been primarily pretty much PC stuff. Um, but you can find me at, at Cool Plastic um, on Instagram, or you can follow the podcast at Cool Plastic Radio on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So all of that good stuff. Fantastic. And uh, guys, as usual, you can reach me on my Instagram handle. It is Alexis underscore says underscore. And just uh, reach out and talk to me. Let me know what you guys felt about the show. Uh, do you agree with our sentiments towards the showcase? Are, are you an Xbox fanboy and you think we're full of shit and that we're terrible people and that Halo is the best thing ever? Let me know. I want to hear all of it. Okay. All right, guys. Until next time, take care of each other and peace out. Peace out.